welcome to episode six of the RochdaleAFC.com podcast. Me and Chaff are once again joined by Ryan. Uh, Chaff, how have you found this week other than, you know, the uh, <laughs> the work we've had to put in on the forum in the last couple of days? Yeah, it's not been too bad um, apart from that. Uh, work's very busy, but yeah, it's uh, again another nice little distraction. And Ryan, how, how are you, mate? I mean, I'm slightly disappointed with how easily your team beat mine in the... Uh, all-time 11s, but how have you been getting on this week? Yeah, I was surprised. So I've had a I've had a good week, and it's been interesting seeing your work on the forum over the last couple of days, it has to be said. Yeah, so we thought we'd uh, try and um, produce something of a distraction from what's been going on at the forum by looking over some more uh, of our favourite Dale memories. And today we're going to be looking at our most memorable goals Um from our time watching Dale. The way we've done this is we've picked our joint top 10 and then at the end we've got a, a favourite each that we're going to talk about. Um, but first, before we get to the top 10, uh, we're going to mention some honourable mentions, some goals that just about missed out on the list. And Chaff, I'm going to come to you first because we've mentioned this goal before, but um, how important was that goal that Chris Dagnall scored down at, at Rushton all those years ago? Uh, it was absolutely vital, weren't it? Um, I think we were 1-0 down at the time looking like we were going down uh, and that goal changed everything only got us a point but the way that the table worked out it it really eased the, the relegation worries um, the goal itself was a great finish as well Dagnall runs onto a flick on I think it's John Doolan who flicks it on um, and he cuts inside and he just finishes it beautifully into the bottom corner uh, very late on and yeah, the celebrations were absolutely wonderful. I know we've, we've spoken about the celebrations and how you ran across uh, to go the away fans while I ran to the toilet because my nose was bust wide open. Um, but yeah, well worth the pain. Uh, great celebration, great goal. Yeah, some of these goals um, might not be the most technically gifted uh, of goals, but certainly we're going to be looking at some of our favourites that are um, in terms of the ability that was shown to score them, but also some of the ones that were important and produced some scenes like that one. And that was definitely up there for me because, like you say, it was incre- crazy celebrations and such a massive, massive goal in the context of trying to stay up that season. Uh, and the player that Dagnall had been brought in to replace early in the season, Ryan, was um, Grant Holt. Now, there was plenty of goals we could have picked for Holty, but I think the one that stood out for us was... Um, the one against Macclesfield. What are your memories of that? Um, yeah, like I said, there could have been loads, but that, that particular one was just Grant all summed up, really. Um, he, he was cheeky. He tried new things all the time and he, he takes it down. I think he, he takes his first touch across the defender and it's a little bit heavy. Um, and then he does that Maradona or Zidane turn to get away from a second defender and just just powers it home and it would, it would just that's when you sort of realise he's a class above this fella because I've never seen a goal like it at our level um, and it was just it was just surprising but amazing and surely we're destined for big things Yeah I remember um, the goal being shown on Soccer AM a few de- uh, a week later um, when they showed the goals of the week and I knew then that it, it obviously caught the eye and that Holly was catching the eye and was Obviously, like you say, destined for bigger things. Um, a special goal, that. And another player that came in after Holt, um, and again, a player that we could have picked a few different goals from, but 
chaff for, for Glenn Murray. Um, the memory that sticks out for me is the goal at Chesterfield in the 4-3 win there. Now, you didn't actually remember this one, did you, until I sent you the video uh, that Tivos has uploaded on YouTube earlier? Yeah, because I've I, I forgotten all about the Glenn Murray goal, to be honest with you. I remember that game because I was there, but the, the overriding memory for me is the David Perkins hat-trick and just how good Perkins was that night. So, looking back at the Murray goal, it was absolutely incredible. He picks the ball up just inside his own half, completely skins one defender, takes it towards the goalkeeper and then has the cheek to take it round the goalkeeper when he probably could have just finished it in bottom corner. Uh, and at the time, the, the importance of the goal as well, because we were, at that point, it 4-2 uh, and us probably out of sight just about, even though they did score a late goal, but that was the match winner that a great goal. Yeah, um, it was one of those crazy games as well, wasn't it? Because we'd gone 2 0 up early on through Perkins and then Chesterfield had drawn level and then Perkins got his hat trick goal. And then I remember Murray sort of racing clear as Chesterfield were looking to find another equaliser. And I remember being directly in his eyesight as he took the ball past the goalkeeper. You just saw his face light up before he'd even put the ball in, knowing like what an incredible goal he'd scored. And uh, there were great scenes in the away end for that one. Um, I remember running down to the bottom of the terrace and turning around and my dad being crouched down with his head in his hands, just like Bobby Robson, like absolutely could not believe what he'd just seen. Uh, a fantastic goal. And I think it was actually Murray's last goal for us before he left, unfortunately. Um, going back a little bit earlier, I'm going to come to you again, Chaff. We, we wanted to include some goals against rivals and one of our main rivals in the late 90s and early noughties was Halifax. Now, um, there were two incredible goals scored there and one of them was from a player that I got a bit of stick for including in my all-time 11 last week but how good was that Jason Peake overhead kick at, uh, at the Shea? That was a great goal. It was one of my very early away matches that I'd, I think I'd only been to maybe one or two before that um, and my dad took me and I'd never seen an overhead kick um, live before and the ball just seems to loop up Peak just walks onto it uh, and produces one of the most brilliant overhead kicks you're ever going to see at this level. Um, goalkeeper had no chance. And yeah, I'd never seen anything like that before. It was an absolutely brilliant goal. Yeah, it was before um, I was going to away games, really. But I do remember seeing the goal back maybe on a highlight show uh, a day or two later and just being like, yeah, that's what Jason Peak does. No problems there. Um, obviously, didn't quite understand that goals like that weren't. Uh, always forthcoming at Dale's level and um, I'm just going to stay with you again Chaff because another goal that I missed that's gone down in folklore at the Shea was Pat McCourt's last minute winner a few years later Oh yeah we've spoken about this goal before haven't we in the away days one but what a goal what a, yeah stop his time Pat McCourt's done absolutely nothing all game he's just stood on the touchline with his sleeves with his hands in his sleeves done nothing picks the ball up um inside the Halifax half plays a brilliant one-two with Kevin Townsend takes a, a wonderful first touch and then finishes it past the goalkeeper deep into stoppage time to win the game um, yeah just an absolute a real good example of what McCourt was about in that he just had moments of magic um, possibly not quite enough but yeah wonderful goal Another ball celebration. Yeah, another one where you uh, you ended up injured. I, I seem to remember from the away days Chronicles one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, I've been watching some of the old uh, World Cup films this week, and that goal actually sort of looks like something from one of the 60s or 70s World Cups, the way that the pitch is just cut up and you just see this player with a little bit of extra flair just skipping past defenders that weren't um, capable of dealing with him. And that's a special goal by one of Rochdale's greatest ever players, in my opinion. Uh, and right, sticking on the theme of scoring goals against rivals, I wanted to come to you to remember um, a penalty, weirdly enough, but Tom Kennedy's uh, penalty against Berry in the 3-0 victory, I think it was in 2009, that uh, that caused a few giggles, didn't it, at Spotland? Oh, yeah. We uh, we talked about that in, in the defenders part of our um, best 11s, but it was just, you know, what a day that was. Um, we absolutely murdered him. And then, you know, that was sort of a cherry on the cake, if you like. And what a penalty as well. I don't think I've seen a penalty as good as that one, right in the top corner. And then the celebration afterwards is probably more memorable than the Well, it is more memorable than the goal itself. Um, but, yeah, it was a great day, that one, and, and a great goal and celebration to go with it. Yeah, there was so much... Um... Venom in that penalty, wasn't there? I think um, a few years of getting a bit of stick from the Berry fans finally came yeah. back to bite them, didn't it, that day? Yeah. Um, are there any other goals for you, Rye, that stand out against our rivals? I know Camps have scored a couple of good ones against Berry and Oldham, and um, I remember Kevin Townsend scoring a couple of winners at Gig Lane as well back in the day. Um, there's, you've obviously got the Camps one against Oldham sticks out for me. Um, just what a hit again the pitch weren't great so for him to pull that out but then um, not necessarily a goal but again when I think we went to Gig Lane I think it were under Steve Air um, I think it might have been our first win maybe even our first point of the season um, and we won 4-2 there and I think Nick, Nicky Adams scored didn't he did he get sent off second second yellow for his celebration as well um, so for a couple of goals in that I think Holness might have scored um but yeah, that was a good derby day. But not too many that stick out, to be honest. I think derbies are those sorts of games where you don't remember too much about them because of the, just how nervous you are for 90 minutes and then you just want to get home as quick as you can. So those are probably the two, well, the camp's goal and then back game at Gig Lane are the only real ones for me, I think. Yeah, I tend to agree with that, which is quite strange given that we have had quite a good record, really, against both Berry and Oldham over the last few years, and obviously we haven't played Halifax in a competitive game since um, the days of, of Paddy and Peak. Um, but one of the more important goals, uh, or so we thought, at Spotland back in in those in that sort of era, chaff was uh, came in the playoff semi final against Rushton. Now um, we've got a few goals later on that we're going to mention that where maybe the game didn't pan out the way that we were hoping. Um, but what was the feeling like in the ground when uh, Dale took the lead against Rushton in that playoff semi-final through uh, Billy Turley, OG, back in the day? Yeah, there's no other own goals on the flash, but that was a special one. Um, it was it was bizarre. The, the pitch wasn't... Well, the pitch was awful, in all honesty. And the, the right-back passes it back to him and he goes to give it a belt and it just bobbles completely over him and trickles into the back of the net. Um, and being directly behind the goalkeeper in the sandy lane, it oh, it was the scenes were absolutely brilliant. I was convinced at that time, at that point that we were going up that season. Um, 
the game didn't pan out that way, and I was yeah, it was heartbreaking at the end when we didn't go through. Um, but that goal, there's a, there's a replay. If you watch the replay from in front of Billy Turley, you see the ball go past him, and you just see very slowly the Sandy Lane just start to get a little bit more animated every second, and then it's just absolute chaos when it goes in. Yeah, and Turley was a little bit of a, um, a wind-up merchant himself, wasn't he? He was always having uh, a bit of a laugh with the Dale crowd, and so it was a, it was sweet, wasn't it, when uh, when he made a mistake like that in such a big game? It was, yeah. I just wish that we'd uh, we'd gone on to win it, but can't have everything. He had the last lap, the last lap in the end, didn't it? Yeah, I think that's probably why it, it misses out on the top ten for me is just because um, the disappointment that came later in the game. And as I said, there are a couple in the top ten where we didn't end up getting anything from the game. But I think because of the magnitude of that match and what it meant, um, I do think it knocks it down a little bit in my estimations, unfortunately. Um, but bringing it back to the modern day a little bit more, uh, a player that we've spoke about a lot already in the first few episodes of this podcast is obviously um, Captain Fantastic Ian Henderson. Now, Ryan, we could pick any one of his many, many goals for Dale really to, to enter into this list. And I think he has got one in the top 10, but we have a few that we wanted to give honourable mentions to, don't we, including um, one earlier this season against Tranmere. Yeah, I think this is unlucky to miss out on my top 10 personally, but I think going off memorable and and sort of important goal it's probably right but it's not there but just I remember you know quite a few of us had, had been drunk we'd, we'd drunk quite a lot before the game and I remember being in the ground and I was well on my way and then that goal just sobered me up straight away because I was I just watched him do it I wondered what he was doing because there were no one at the back post and he, he's just chipped it up nonchalantly and I'm thinking what's he doing and then you just see it go into the side net and then you're thinking the lad's a genius. I, I couldn't believe it had happened. I think it's the most shocked I've been at a goal, I think, um, live. Um, but just what a piece of skill from him. And You're almost... I thought I'd got to the stage where I weren't, weren't surprised with Henderson anymore, but clearly I wasn't. And just what a goal that was. Yeah, Chaff, Hendo's not really the sort of player who, who drives in goals from 30 yards, but... He's scored some ridiculously inventive goals, hasn't he, over the years? And one that um, I don't think any of us were actually at the ground to see, but we all remembered was uh, the last-minute winner against Cheltenham in the 13-14 promotion season. Yeah, um, I think it was it was one of the very few games I missed that season as well, and I was ended, ended up being really gutted that I wasn't there live for it. But, yeah, it's, a, it's an unbelievable goal, isn't it? Um, he's just got a way... Ian Henderson of finding different ways to score. Um, he's done it countless times, and like Ryan said, you're almost not surprised when he comes up with them now. But yeah, the the chip is just absolutely exquisite, and it doesn't belong at our level. And in all honesty, it's a great, great goal. Yeah, I was um, at uni at the time, and I remember a couple of days later being in one of the media suites at uni, uh, being sat next to my mate. And uh, just replaying the goal over and over again. I must have watched it about 200 times, that lesson. And by the end, my mate, who was a Chelsea fan, was just like, what on earth are you doing? Are you okay? Because I'd watched it that many times. I was like, this is a ridiculous goal. And um, he occasionally still 
messages me now and says, do you remember that goal that Ian Anderson scored against Cheltenham? And I'm like, mate, it's imprinted in my mind forever after watching it that many times. So um, I think that's all for our honourable mentions. I'll be interested to know if there's anyone, any other goals um, that our listeners would have added into that or perhaps would have even added into the top 10. But we'll move into our top 10 now that we've... I think we had um, nine that we pretty much agreed on and then one that was... Uh, that me and Ryan fought for. So, Ryan, I'll come to you um, for a bit of a chat about George Donnelly's goal at Newport. Yeah. Um, I wanted this to begin just because I've never celebrated a goal like it. Um, and I've never been in an atmosphere like it sort of for the five, maybe ten minutes after that went in. Um, you know, we... we what a day it was anyway. It was a, the pink pants, a fantastic pants and there probably wasn't a sober person in the in the away end and it was just, it was great and then you didn't really expect, I didn't, I didn't go there expecting to win the league. Um, I'm not sure many people did but then when that winning, it gave us that bit of hope. I think a couple of other teams were losing or, or still drawing and it, it was just, it was unreal and yeah, just just for atmosphere, to be honest, for about five or ten minutes was. I don't think we'll have anything like that again for quite a while. It was just amazing. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Again, um, I think it was always going to be a pretty special day anyway, with the amount of us that travelled down and the fact that we already had promotion sewn up. Um, it just gave it that that particular standout memory, and like you say, the five minutes after that goal went in were just. Absolutely incredible and chaff. I'd say that what puts that above the own goal against Rushton for me was the fact that the promotion was already tied up, so the main thing had, had already been sorted. Um, it was just a special few minutes, wasn't it, when we thought maybe we might get our hands on the title? Yeah, it was. Um, I think that's that's a really good point that you've just made, actually. The fact that promotion was sealed by that point Probably I, I was I probably went into the game not hope, not expecting anything. So when Donnelly scores to put us one 0 up, um, I didn't ever I still didn't think that we were going to win the league um, at that point because um, there was so much that needed to happen in our favour. But yeah, the celebrations were pretty special, weren't they? Um, that's one of the best away days that I can ever remember. The whole pink pants thing. Um, the drinking early in Newport Centre and everything like that. And yeah, he, he tried his best to miss it, blessing, didn't he? He wasn't blessed with ability, George Donnelly. Tries taking it around goalkeeper, nearly messes it up, but manages to get it into an empty net. Yeah, I remember um, someone tweeting Donnelly after he'd left for Tranmere, um, just with a picture of the goal saying, thanks for the memory, George, because I don't think he gave us many, many others. Um, I think... From that 2013-2014 promotion, um, with the promotion being sewn up the week before and in quite comfortable fashion against Cheltenham, that's the goal that maybe stands out from the last few weeks of the season, whereas in the previous promotion back in 2010, um, it all it all came down to um, Chris O'Grady's goal against Northampton, didn't it, Ryan? It did, yeah. Um, I think we, we did a bit of a sticky patch. Um at the point um, we should have won the league there's no doubt about that and you were sort of we went to that game I think some was out with quite a nice day the anticipation around the ground was was one of 
excitement but nervousness as well and I think when that goal went in it was just it was just relief really for everybody um, good finish as well actually I think Joe Thompson gets on the edge of a box and, and tries a shot and it ricochets a couple of times and, and O'Grady fires it into the roof of the net but um, yeah it were a really good goal I'm glad it was O'Grady as well for the season he had um, and yeah just a great goal and a fitting way to, to seal promotion for me yeah Chaff what were your feelings when that goal went in because if I remember rightly it was in the first half and we had uh, already messed up a couple of chances to win promotion against Torquay and Darlington so when that goal went in were you feeling that this is it or was it a nervy wait for you after that uh, no, I thought this was it now. I thought we'd we'd gone through a patch before that game, um, a real poor run of form, um, and it didn't look like we wanted to win promotion at times. So when he scored that, it was a, I thought this is it, and more the overriding emotion was relief, really, because um, yeah, we we'd come through a, a real poor run of form. Um, and we stumbled over the line in the end even though we should have won the league um, at a canter really but yeah it was a, it was a good finish um, like Ryan said it was um, fitting that O'Grady scored it after the, the really impressive season that he'd had uh, and yeah the scenes afterwards the, the celebrations outside the Sam were yeah they were absolutely amazing weren't they something I've never sort of I'd never experienced before none of us had um, yeah it's brilliant weren't it yeah, um, I don't think it's the most skillful goal on this list. Or I don't think it's the most dramatic goal on this list, but it is the goal that won us promotion. And for that reason, I think it remains iconic. I, I knew that promotion was coming. I think we all did because we still had a few games left to spare. And like I said, it was a first half goal and we had that long wait after it for the full-time whistle. But still, it was the goal that ended that long wait. And for that reason, it, it definitely deserves a place in this list, I think. Um Obviously, for the couple of years before that promotion finally came, and I'll stick with you, Chaff, because um, we, we spoke already about uh, playoff heartbreak for Dale, but one moment that sticks out in a couple of years before when we were knocking on the door promotion is definitely another penalty, um, and that's Ben Mureds to win us the, the playoff semi-final against Darlington in 2008. Now, just what were your feelings when that penalty hit the back of the net? Because I think... We were saying that maybe Cog, uh, Cog's goal against Northampton wasn't the most dramatic, but that was the most dramatic of circumstances to, to get to Wembley, wasn't it? It's probably my favourite moment watching Rochdale. That's how I'd describe it. Um, the game itself was a nervy affair. Um, Perkins's goal had got us back into the game um, and then he got himself um, ruled out of the, of the final anyway if we'd have got there. And then it goes to penalties and I'll be honest with you, I'm a walking heart attack as it is. I don't need penalties um, <laughs> to, to potentially get the playoff finals. Um, and when Murehead steps up, I've never seen him take a penalty. I was the most nervous I've ever been watching a penalty. Um, and when he runs up, there is a, there's a split second silence where the ground just drops dead in anticipation and he absolutely rifles it straight down the middle. And the most unbelievable scenes I've ever known at a football match that I've been at. Uh, I just basically grabbed hold of my dad. I'd never cried. I'd never cried as an adult in front of my dad, but I grabbed hold of him, and I think we both just fell about celebrating pitch invasion. 
just absolutely unbelievable moment watching Rochdale that. Yeah, it was absolutely glorious. And right, how many times have you watched the video of that penalty back? Be honest. A lot. Um, a lot. Well, both the penalty and the Perkins goal. Um, obviously, I missed the game. Um, don't want to show my age too much, to be honest, but um, I was on a school trip, let's just say. And yeah, when I heard the news afterwards, um, I was just delighted. I remember getting back into the car with my dad and we nearly sort of had a bit of a cry together when he'd gone to get my Wembley tickets. And yeah, it's just, it's one of those moments where I'm sure for those of you that was there, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I was still in school at the time myself and um, I think it was it was on a Saturday, wasn't it? It was a lunchtime kickoff on a Saturday, but it was in the lead up to my GCSEs and I'd actually gone into school for a revision lesson that morning with full black and white regalia on ready for the game. Um, and much like you, Chaff, it was pretty emotional celebrating it. Uh, there's actually a photo somewhere of me jumping on Nathan Stanton um, that my mates still give me stick for to this day because I've got quite a strange face. I didn't quite know how to celebrate, I don't think, at that point because we hadn't had much to celebrate before as Dale fans. But yeah, um, one of those one of those games that will always stand out and obviously, again, iconic is a word I would use to describe uh, the penalty that sent us to Wembley. Um, we'll come back to the 9 promotion season again. Um, because there was plenty of goals in the run-up to that promotion. As we said, we actually managed to um, tie it up with a few games to spare. But I think one of the, the goals that maybe told fans that we were on our way a little bit and was certainly one of the most spectacular on this list. Chaff, what are your memories of, of Callum Higginbottom's absolute wonder strike over at Accrington? I'd never seen anything like it. Absolutely incredible. Um because it just comes out of nowhere. The goalkeeper's miles off his line, obviously, but he's got so much to do before he actually picks the ball up. He controls it brilliantly with his chest. And then from the halfway line, just hits a first-time half volley. One bouncing in. And what an... Oh, it's just absolutely spectacular goal. The scenes in the away end were absolutely spectacular. A chance of that's why we're champions. Miles before we were <laughs> towards the end of the season sort of very premature but that's how it felt because that was that goal sort of signified that was us going up that season regardless because we deserved it we could do things like that Yeah Ryan we haven't seen many goals before or since like that one have we? Not at all no um, it was just yeah I remember being there in the open end it was horrible weather it, I think it it not stopped raining um, and yeah we, we played well um, and then, yeah, he just brings that out, and it was just—it was amazing. Um, yeah, close to the halfway line, like Chaff said, good touch, great finish, um, great technique to get it to get it in. I think there was a bit of nervousness when it bounced, but it, what a goal! Um, and that will always be remembered by those that were there. I'm sure. Yeah, and that was. Uh, one of the goals that sent us on the way to the promised land that was League One, and we enjoyed an incredible first season in League One, really. Uh, the standout of that season being the 2 0 win at Southampton. And Chaff, would you say that Jonah's strike in that victory at St Mary's is maybe his standout moment in a Dale shirt? Because he had several, didn't he? It's certainly one of them. It's definitely one of them. Um, it's an unbelievable strike, isn't it? Um, 
we were 1-0 up at the time and sort of Southampton were looking at getting back into the game at that point, piling on the pressure. And then the ball falls to Anthony Eldin, of all people, lays it off and Joe, who hits the first time, rocket. Goalkeeper has no chance and it flies into the top corner. Uh, 2-0 up against Southampton on their own deck. A Southampton side that included the likes of Oxlade-Chamberlain, Lambert, Schneiderlin. It was just absolutely fantastic and one of many great memories in that first season in League One. Yeah, Ryan, Jonah was pretty much unstoppable that season and um, I think... He, I, I seem to recall him saying it was the best strike of his career. Now he had a, he scored quite a few great goals for Dale, but in terms of um, the magnitude of winning at St Mary's and the quality of the strike itself, would you go as far as to say it was Jonah's best goal for Dale? Definitely. Um, yeah, it's it's an amazing strike, and again, will never be forgotten. Um, yeah, from ridiculous distance to get that much power on it um, and yeah, yeah another one that will always be remembered um, and you know great game to get it in as well um, to beat Southampton like Chaff said on her own deck and I think when you go to the National Football Museum I think there's a part where you can listen to some some commentaries from a few of the local games and that's ours um, some really good comments that's if you ever get to go and yeah a lovely strike um, really good goal from John yeah I think I might have mentioned this um, on the away day podcast uh, that we did a few weeks ago but I wasn't at the game um, myself but I do remember that it was an international break that weekend which made uh, us the highlight game on the Football League show later that night and to have a goal like that stand out and for all the watching uh, football fans to see that in a, in a game that was I think we, they showed the uh, extended highlights of it and um, I'm sure Gary Jones was a name that many supporters outside of Rochdale would remember after that, that's for sure. Um, and there's a few more on that list that have come from games in the FA Cup and the League Cup. We've obviously had quite a bit of success in those competitions in the last few years. And um, I think the standout one or the first one uh, of our giant killings, if you like, or Certainly the memorable FA Cup games was the win over Leeds uh, back in that promotion season in 2013-2014. Now, Chaff, we mentioned a few of Hendo's special goals, but do you think the one against Leeds is the one that we'll remember the most? Def- well, for me it is, yeah. It's arguably the best, technically the best goal I've ever seen um, while watching Hochdale because it's the audacity to take a step back and not, it, if the ball comes across nine probably ten out of ten players would smash that they they wouldn't think twice and they'd absolutely wallop it Henderson takes a step back side foot volleys into the far corner looping over the goalkeeper um, it's absolutely incredible I don't even know how why you'd think to do that um, it's a spectacular finish the, the whole build-up in the goal as well was really good because Matt Lund plays a fantastic ball into the channel and then I think it's Graham Cummins um, crosses to the edge of the box and Endo just or just pulls it straight out of the top draw. Um, it's absolutely magnificent. It's still one. It's probably my favourite goal watching Rochdale. Well, my well the best goal I've seen watching Rochdale. Right, 
we spoke about Jonah's goal there being not only quality but in such a massive game, and that's definitely the case with with this goal from Ando. Yeah, very similar. Um, yeah, there's not much more I can add to be honest. I just remember it falling to him like chaff. I was in the Sandy Lane at the time, and just what's he doing <laughs> again? Like side footing it from the edge of a box, and Paddy Kenny just stood there watching it go in and the celebrations afterwards. But just the audacity of a man to to do that against a mighty lead at Scotland um, in front of the world, really, because I'm sure we'd have had key highlights around the world. I think it was live over at Got Family in Canada and it was definitely live there. And Just unbelievable. Um, what a goal from one of the best players to ever play for Rochdale. Yeah, and I remember him turning and running to the dugout and it was in some way quite a nonchalant celebration whilst the whole ground was absolutely losing its mind, which just made it even better for me. Just there, it summed Hendo up. He, he has this capability of scoring goals that most players at League One and League Two level just wouldn't even consider. And I remember it taking an age to fall into the net, but when it did, um, it pretty much summed, it pretty much wrapped up uh, an FA Cup win over Leeds. And not only that, like we said there, it, it was a a spectacularly technically good goal as well. Um, we've had some great FA Cup draws at Spotland uh, in the last couple of years and none more so than the draw against Tottenham. Now, when Harry Kane scored the penalty in injury time, it looked like Spurs were going to be heading through, but then step forward, Stephen Davies, eh, Chaff? Oh, yes. What a celebration that was. Um, he'd only come on about 15 minutes before that as well. I seem to remember the sort of last throw of the dice and trying to get something out of the game. Um, and then Kane scores the penalty, which is an unbelievable penalty, by the way. Um, and you're looking and you're thinking it's game over. And then he just needed one chance, didn't he, Davis? It fell to him. And he's put it past the goalkeeper um, to send us into a, a replay down at Wembley Stadium. Um, it doesn't get much better than that because that Tottenham team is not with all due respect to Newcastle it's a it's, it's a better side than what Newcastle is it's a, one of the top sides in Europe um, and to take them to a replay in the FA Cup was a uh, yeah, brilliant memory brilliant memory yeah Ryan I think a lot of people listening to this will know um, that I'm a bit of a Spurs fan on the side as well but we'll skip over uh, exactly what I was doing when that goal went in Um it was a special day for me, but it was a special day for all Dale fans, really, when that goal went in, wasn't it? Yeah, we just, we'd never really, or I'd never experienced anything like it. I know we, we beat Leeds, but this was just a different kettle of fish. We were playing against one of the best teams in, in England. Um, pretty strong team as well, if I remember. Um, and, yeah, you were sort of, you were a bit down because of what had happened. Um sort of accepted oh we've been narrowly beaten by an amazing team and then upset Stephen Davis with a great finish composed typical Stephen Davis to be honest um, and yeah what a feeling that was um, unlike anything else um, well until this year and it was just it were amazing it were amazing for everyone connected to the club yeah I don't think I've ever seen the Sandy Lane move quite as much as it did when that goal went in Um a really special memory that and Chaff you mentioned that maybe the Newcastle team that came to us earlier this season wasn't um, 
quite at the same level as Tottenham, but they were put in a magnificent second half display, didn't they, against Newcastle and got a draw through through uh, Aaron Wilbraham striking the second half. And I think there were parallels to be drawn there because, again, the Sandy Lane went absolutely crazy when that one went in. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels to be taken, actually. It's, it's a case of it falls to an experienced striker who only needs one chance and puts it away. Um, he came on um, fairly well. Came on in the first half and just completely changed the game, didn't he? Um, yeah, he was he was outstanding that game, Wilbram, and then he topped it off with a really good goal. Um, fair play as well to Luke Matheson for the assist, um, who'd also come on as a as an early substitute, a seventeen year old assist and a forty year old. There's not many games that you can say that that's happened in, uh, and we deserved it after that second half performance. I think. We weren't. We clearly weren't at the race's first half performance, but we changed it. Brian Barry Murphy made the right substitutions, and we were so unlucky not to actually win the game. But yeah, that goal got us a, a replay at St James's Park, uh, where not many Dale fans will have been before. So yeah, it was a great goal, great memory. Yeah, Ryan, what do you think it is that has made us so successful in the cups in, in against these better sides in recent years? Because that second half, not only was the performance excellent, but also the atmosphere around Spotland was brilliant. And it seemed almost, in a way, it seems strange to say, um, considering the quality of the opposition, but it did feel like that goal was, was coming, didn't it, all the way through that second half? Yeah, um, I was watching, I was in Prague, actually, um, watching a pub full of Newcastle fans. and um, I just remember the second half, we were unbelievable. Um, we just couldn't keep up with us at all the intensity we're playing at I think why do we do so well I don't know um, probably it probably surprises some of the better teams um, how we play football and um, they probably expect to go to a lower league club we've all watched them on TV when big boys come to town it's it's get 10 men behind the ball and, and oof it up to a big man to lay it off to another big man um, whereas we try and play with intensity and, and get in the faces and, and get the ball down and play as well and I know on that particular day we went a bit more direct when Wolverham came on but we were still pressing we were still we weren't deep in the second half at all um, so yeah it's probably a bit of bit of surprise but quality we've got a good young side who oh we have had particularly in the last you know five six seven years and willing to rat willing to get in people's faces and and no fear, which was Keithill's mantra, and that's all I can put it down to, I think. Yeah, um, and another game in the same season where we showed similar levels of um, of intent and energy and, and really surprised one of the bigger boys and um, in the end managed to take one of the biggest clubs in the world all the way to penalties, but that wouldn't have happened without Luke Matheson's goal at Old Trafford earlier this season and Chaff um, we've spoke about this game already but it really is a memory that I don't think any Rochdale fan will forget the feeling when that ball went in the net at Old Trafford back in September No not at all I mean I mean I've mentioned it in, the, in a couple of previous podcasts but I've waited 35 years for that for this mixture um, every cup draw that comes out I've always wanted Manchester United away Um like you've got Tottenham United are my second team. They always have been, always will be. Um, so to go to Old Trafford 
Um, watching Rochdale, regardless of the result, is an absolute privilege. Um, so we go one 0 down, and then it looks like the dream's over. But we've still really held our own. And then Luke Matheson, sixteen years old, comes in at the back post and absolutely rifles it into the back of the net. How do you how do you top that? Sixteen years old. He's not even a professional yet. Uh, and the first sort of goal he scored in men's football is at Old Trafford against Manchester United, a team that's got World Cup winners in it. And he goes running over to probably the best away support that I can remember while watching Rochdale. It's just absolutely... Couldn't write it better, could you? Absolutely not. Like, I've still got a big smile on my face now thinking about it. Um, that day I'd actually moved into a flat not far from Old Trafford and moved in with one of my oldest mates who's a Man United fan and um, when I came bounding through the door with a big smile on my face, I think he regretted um, moving in with me, to be honest. But, um, Ryan, I know your feelings towards Manchester United are not quite the same as Chaff's. So, um, what were your feelings when, when Luke Matheson got on the end of that cross and buried that chance? Oh, it was just... Yeah, amazing, really, because I think everyone knows I hate Man United. Um, and... For us to get that draw was just good enough for me to for me to be in the away end. But yeah, what what a finish from such a young lad, and it was great for it to be in. Um, um, a, another game in which we we played well that night. Um, should have scored a couple. I remember Rathbone and Camps having a bit of a mix up as well. But yeah, but the feeling when that goal went in was just it was just surreal. Really, it didn't feel right. <laughs> But yeah, great finish, great celebrations, great away and a great night actually. Yeah, definitely one that will live long in the memory. Um, and I think you're right there as well in saying that it, it was great for Matheson to score it. Um, I know some some Dale fans probably disagree with with this, but I really do believe that Matheson is going to have uh, a pretty special career in the game at, at a high level. And we've seen a few players come through the youth and not really have m- many moments to remember and buy in the first team, but um, no matter what Matheson does in his career at Wolves and, and perhaps beyond that, we'll always have that incredible memory of him and I think he'll he'll always have a special place in Dale fans' hearts because of that. Um, and another man who has special place in every Dale fans' heart is Joe Thompson. Now, this is the, the last of our 10 um, and I'm going to have a bit of a um, a rant about this one because this is my uh, favourite, this is my number one pick, the, my favourite Dale moment of all time, I think, Um when Joe Thompson scored the goal to keep us up against Charlton on the last day of the season. Um, obviously, everyone listening to this podcast will know the story um, with Joe and the fact that uh, he's been through so much adversity in his life and the fact that he was still putting on a Dale shirt at all was, was an incredible achievement from him. And um, Obviously, he came on off the bench that day and I think a few of us were... I think it was a mixture of, on one hand, we think maybe he isn't the man who's going to come on and score the goal. We perhaps had slightly more prolific options on the bench, but on the other hand, you think, what a story if um, if Thompson can get the goal. And obviously he did. It was such a great finish as well. He took the ball down out of the air, shifted his weight onto his left foot and lashed it past the Charlton goalkeeper. And, and Chaff, it was an agonising way to make sure that that goal was the one that would keep us up. But... Um, Again, it's another incredible memory, isn't it? And, and it, perhaps um, 
the most incredible story uh, out of these goals that we've picked. Absolutely, you wouldn't get a better story in Hollywood, would you, for that? Um, the, that oh, that nine minutes waiting for the Oldham game, nine minutes that felt like about a week. Oh, it was agonising, absolutely agonising, and then finally the result came through and we'd survived. And Joe Thompson, of all people, has scored the goal that's kept us up. Um, I was never a massive fan of Thompson as a player, but uh, for everything that he's been through and the role model that he's become through that, what a fitting way. It, it couldn't have happened to a, to a better block than, than Joe Thompson scoring the goal that kept us up that season. Um, he's instantly become a hero for probably most Rochdale fans doing that. Um, he's a hero to my six-year-old who's only ever seen him do that. Um, yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. You genuinely couldn't write a better story than that. Yeah, Ryan, I think it would make... Um pretty special film wasn't it the story of Joe Thompson um, not only what he'd been through uh, in the years leading up to that goal but also being a Rochdale lad as well and I think it's probably the only goal on this whole list that's inspired a chant <laughs> yeah um, yeah you, you just couldn't every time you think of oh they, they could have actually written it because there's a, a few different things another thing pops up um, the fact that it's Joe Thompson Rochdale lad um, like you said, he, everything he's been through. Um, we were down and out in January, and then, but then to also for it to be Oldham who takes that last relegation spot as well, it's yeah ridiculous. Um, it's a ridiculous story, um, but I'm, I'm so glad it happened to us. Yeah, and like I said, with the Matheson goal at United, um, even just talking about it brings a smile to my face now and. I think it always will, to be honest. And and Joe, no one deserved that moment more than him. Um, as I said, that was my number one uh, selection. That was my favourite Dale goal of all time, I think. But Chaff, uh, which one of our top ten have you gone for? Uh, most memorable goal. My favourite moment watching Rochdale uh, is that Ben Muirhead penalty. Um, yeah, it was just really, really special. Scenes like I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, a good selection, definitely. And, and Ryan, which one have you gone for? Could have been any of them, to be honest. But I've gone for Henderson against Leeds, um, just because of the magnitude of a game and the audacity of, of Henderson to do it. The scenes afterwards, amazing goal. Yeah, I think it, it maybe would have even made this made the honourable mentions list if it was just a standard league game. It was that good a goal. Um, so yeah, good combination of both importance and. Um, skill as well so I've enjoyed another chat there about some of our favourite Dale goals of all time as always we're looking for uh, any suggestions for future pods I know we've got a few um, lined up for the next few weeks but anything that people would like us to have a chat about let us know and we'll see what we can do um, all that's left for me to say uh, once again Ryan thanks for joining us mate no worries thanks for having me again take care yeah and Chaff thanks again for talking us through some of your favourite Dale moments yeah, thank you very much. I can't wait to get 
uh, get to watching some more goals and talking about them in the future. Yeah, let's hope we can make some more memories as special as the ones we've mentioned today. Uh, all I can say then is don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and uh, stop being at each other's throats on the forum. Thanks very much and we'll see you next time.